Welcome to the Course Creators Circle podcast, where we talk all things course creation with your host, ideas strategist, and Thinkific approved expert, Linda Reed Enova. The Course Creators Circle podcast is home to Linda's top tips, along with interviews with experts and course creators just like you. Get ready for practical tips you can implement in your course creation journey with your host, Linda Reed Enovar. Hello, everyone. Linda Reed Enovar, and welcome back to another episode of the Course Creator Circle podcast. In this episode of the podcast, I am bringing in three of my fellow Thinkific experts to provide you tips and tricks through your course creation journey. Now, our experts are all going to take in turns in a round robin to be able to introduce their top three tips to help you along the way. So first of all, I would like to introduce Rob Gelbin, who is our first expert, and he's going to share his tip first, and then you'll hear everyone else. Now, Rob is a fellow Thinkific expert of mine. He's had five plus years in the seat. We've been hanging out together in the Thinkific world for a number of years, and he's a creator of superpowerups.com, and we will include links with our show notes for you to be able to find where Rob's superpowerups come into play, because if you've been in the back end of my school, you will have been seeing Rob's powerups in place. He's an expert when it comes to making sure that you've got the best site experience and the best delivery experience and engagement experience for your students. So you are going to love the tips and tricks that you are going to get from Rob along the day. Now, Jean is our next expert and Jean is all about working on thinkific opportunities, but also increasing student engagement. So using quizzes and using and learning outcomes to make sure that we are guiding our students through that process. So Jean's got some great insights and tips that she will share with you throughout that journey as well. And our final guest on today's podcast is Lucas. And Lucas helps entrepreneurs, a little like myself, launch successful and sustainable training products and businesses. He's a serial entrepreneur. He's a thinky-fig expert. He has a doctorate in engineering. He's a retired US Coast Guard with over 20 years experience. And he is going to be spending some time with us today to share his top tips along the way. So I'm going to suggest if you don't have it right now, you're going to get some amazing tips where you have notes in the show notes for you. But grab a notepad, grab a pen and paper and tune in as we hear the top tips from Rob, Jean and Lucas today to make sure that you get to connect. And at the end, make sure that you connect with them on their social media channels as well, which we'll include in the show notes. Have a great listen. Okay, course creation experts, we are looking for your number one top course creation tip that you would share with anyone in the course creation journey. Why is this so important for our people to understand and know? And why do you think this is a must do when creating courses? So my number one tip is please, please, please don't start by spending a lot of time creating your course. You could spend months and sometimes even years before attempting to sell your course. What you want to do is you want to start by connecting with your audience to build an audience. You're going to learn so much in what they really, really want as opposed to you imagining what they want and then spending a lot of time building it. So remember, connection creates conversions. So start with that. It's going to form your perfect course idea. You're going to be able to get out there a lot sooner, and you're not going to be selling to crickets. You're going to have an audience that wants exactly what you're going to be able to provide them. So please, please, please don't start by creating your course go ahead and start creating your audience. So this way you can build a connection, which will lead to your course conversions. My tip number one is to add games and or activities to your online course. 
the games can be built directly into your LMS, or you can encourage your students to play games and or create games like treasure hunts that are really interactive and engaging and fun to balance out all the material that your students are required to learn. Well, it is my belief that no matter what your course is about, and no matter what type of business your course supports, courses are essentially about the learner and the learner first every single time. So it's not about what you're an expert in. It's about designing your course to serve your students' needs. And it has to meet a business driver. It has to do something supportive for your business, but that's not why it exists. It exists to help someone else learn. So design your courses to serve your students' needs first. Give them what they want and need. This isn't about forcing your solution on unsuspecting clients. It's about developing sufficient training or learning resources for someone in need. And as long as you keep that someone and their need in mind, you'll have a much easier path toward creating the curriculum that serves that need and marketing and selling your product once it's developed. Okay, so now we're looking at your second top tip. And your second top tip might be another must-do, or it could be just something that you think accelerates course growth or course sales or getting that knowledge out of your head so that we can empower course creators to build on these amazing tips you all have. My second tip is to really, really think about your launch process. Lots of times, course creators, they think that just creating a sales page for their course and putting it out there online is launching the course. But in fact, that is a surefire way of slow growth. What you really want to consider is thinking about how you're going to launch this. And I highly, highly suggest that you include some sort of live component to your launch. So maybe what you want to do is you want to do maybe a live workshop that leads into selling your course. Maybe there's a pop-up Facebook group that goes along with this mini workshop, which could be simply over the course of a few days, or could be, you know, even a few hours. But this live component is going to get your audience excited. You're going to answer questions. You're going to get them engaged before they even see your course sales page. So consider your launch strategy. This is really going to help you determine what you really, really need and set yourself up for success. If you do this launch in a live fashion, you may not even need to produce a killer sales page because the sale is going to happen inside your engagement, inside of your live component. And when I say live component, it could be actually live, live streaming, you know, live Zoom call. It could also be, which I highly recommend, is to have a community component as part of your launch. So this way you have a place where everybody can go to chat and to answer questions, to get their questions answered and for you to learn from the questions being answered. So think about your launch process. Just putting up a sales page is not launching your course. There's so much more that goes into it if you want to see some success right out of the gate. My second tip is to add quizzes that are not just multiple choice, but also short answer, fill in the blank, or use tools such as Quizlet. Those can help you build exciting, fun, interactive quizzes that are more challenging, also more engaging and more effective for your learner. I do a lot of coaching and consulting with business strategy related to course creation. And one of the larger points of discussion is that these course developers essentially are operating as a small business in most cases. 
and they're developing a course to support business drivers or goals for that small business. So they get this incredible curriculum together and they know who their learner is and they understand which solution they're providing to that learner's problems, but they fail to learn how to think like a business owner instead of a creative expert in whatever their field is, right? So as creatives and as experts in a subject topic, they tend to think like an expert in that field. I'm an engineer by trade. So a lot of the people I worked with were engineers. I'm also an author. So I work with a lot of authors and I have to convince people, hey, it's great that you're a fantastic engineer, or it's great that you're a fantastic author. It's great that you're a military veteran, whatever the case may be, whatever your identity is as a creative, it's great that you're an expert at all those things, but now it's time to start thinking like a business owner. You have a product, you have clients, you need to get that product in your client's hands, you need to serve your clients. So start thinking like a business owner, not just a creative expert. And what that really comes down to is when you realize that being an expert is only part of the equation and that being a business owner that has to consistently speak and serve customers and clients, consistently be proactive in strategy development, monitoring your business functions, getting smart on marketing and sales, it changes everything because there's plenty of experts out there that fail to actually get a business off the ground, even though they're one of the best people in their field at whatever they do. So my second tier of advice there is start learning how to think like a business owner, not just a creative expert. Okay. And this is your final top tip number three. So what is the final tip that you think course creators should be using? Or maybe it's a bonus, maybe it's a must have, maybe it's an outside of the box idea. What is your third top tip that you want to share with our course creators? All right. So my third tip is to remember this phrase, done is better than perfect. So you want to get something done as soon as possible because you're going to learn from it. And as you're learning through these little mini micro implementations, that is where the true power of being a successful course creator comes from, because you're going to realize things that you may not have until you get it out there in front of real people. So think about doing something as simple as starting off with a mini workshop and don't worry about how many people join that mini workshop. Maybe it's only 10, but sometimes the quantity is not as important as the quality. So don't set yourself up, you know, thinking that you need to have this crazy success right out of the gate. I've worked with so many eight-figure course creators. And what you really don't know on the backstory is that they didn't start there. They started off, you know, small and they grew over time. So you need to get out there, get done, and don't worry about being perfect and having everything all together. Sometimes it's a mess and sometimes you may not need all the things you think you need, but just get something out there in front of your audience because at the end of the day, it just boils down to simply three basic things. You need to connect with your audience, you need to convince them to buy something, and you need to convert them into a customer and also a lifetime member. So think about those things and try to get something out there as quick as possible so that you can you know, show your expertise, learn from it as well, and set yourself up for continuous growth instead of these big one-shot growths at a time. Tip number three is to add learning outcomes. So 
Adding learning outcomes using Bloom's taxonomy will help you guide and structure your curriculum so that it's more clear where your students are headed and where they are going to accomplish from the beginning to the end. My third point is about finding a healthy network and investing your time, energy, and money in building that network. It is almost always more desirable to have referral marketing and referrals for your business and courses than it is to try and invest in online paid ads and slowly building a network of social media followers. All of those things are fantastic. All of those things are viable. All of those things can be employed actually at the same time in your business. But the strength of a good, healthy referral network is amazing for your business. So there's an immediate amount of trust involved in referrals that can't be replaced by paid ads. And so I am very big on investing in a healthy network. Now, how do you find this network? Some of my greatest network success has been through paid programs, to be honest with you. I mean, it weeds out the serious business owners. I found a mentor, a fellow entrepreneur who had achieved the levels of success I was interested in and still am interested in achieving. And I became a fan of theirs and I became a client of theirs. And when I was presented with the opportunity to join their mastermind, I immediately took it. Now, it was not by any stretch of the imagination, the cheapest mastermind. It was many times more expensive than many of the masterminds I had been previously introduced to. But I had a three to five time return on that investment within six months of joining because it was the right program with the right people for the right business. These were like-minded, serious professionals that had also invested in this opportunity. We had the perfect mentor and everyone was there for the benefit of everyone else. So finding that healthy network and being willing to invest in that network and invest your time, your energy, and your money is one of the best things you can do for your business. And I wouldn't shy away from that opportunity if you identify it and it's made available to you. Rob, Jean, and Lucas, thank you for sharing amazing tips with us on the Course Creator Circle podcast. It has been stunning to get your insight and your expertise to help our course creators be able to create better and more engaged learning experiences for their students. I have included with our show notes, guys, the links for you to be able to follow both Rob, Jean, and Lucas along the way. So I do encourage you to connect. And until next time, happy course creating. Thank you for listening to the Course Creators Circle podcast. Don't forget to check out the full range of resources available for course creators at www.thecoursecreatorscircle.com.au.